to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, and today I've got three games to go over with you today. There's the Blackhawks versus Calgary, Blackhawks versus Coyotes, and the most recent game, Blackhawks versus Kings. But before I get into it, do us a favor, hit subscribe. We'd really, really appreciate it. It shouldn't, help, it shouldn't hurt you, and it'll help you so you don't miss out on future podcasts. So, Blackhawks versus Calgary. A tough team, man. This is a team that is... They're just hard to play against. They've proved it all year. I believe they're like 47 and 20. Um, they've got Matthew Kachuk, who's having an absolute breakout year. Johnny Grujo's having an, an incredible year. So, uh, But I'll, I'll get right into the game. This game definitely didn't start the way you wanted it to. Calgary got on the board in, the, in about the first 23 seconds of the game. Yeah, that's... Uh, I know it seems like the story continues. This Blackhawks season has just uh, been dragging on. It's a lot of the same, but uh, it, it turned into the Johnny Grujo show. Uh, off of a drop pass from Kachuk, he skated the perimeter and fired it and fired it in past Lincoln. And uh, he's having a career year, and it, it definitely continues. Uh, that was Kachuk's 58th assist of the season, and uh, it's really uh, it's really incredible uh, seeing these guys put together what they've been doing this year. So the Blackhawks are down 2-0 early. Uh, not Definitely not where you want to be, but it is what it is. They had some fight, scored a goal a little bit later. Tyler Johnson scored off a puck that was won in a board battle by Taves. Uh, nice to see Johnny winning some of those uh, those corner battles and, um, and uh, you know, kind of getting back to his old self. We're going to need it. And if he wants to really be a, a big contributing member of this team, we need him to be to be doing these types of plays. Then the, then the Flames took another two-goal lead with uh, five five left in the first. Regula got his first NHL goal in the second period. It was a nice long shot from 50 feet. I like what I see from this kid. I think that he's got a, a lot of promise. Uh, he's big. Uh, I like the way he plays the puck. He plays pretty decent defense for a guy who's you know trying to make his way in the league, and I, I look to see like to see more from him. But... Um, it was three to two going into the second, going into the third period, and the Hawks just couldn't get that third goal to tie it up. Calgary scored two empty net goals, and that's how it ended five to two. Calgary, um, you know, Lincoln didn't look too bad in this game. He seemed to, he seems to be getting uh, better and better as time goes on, but uh, obviously he has a lot of work to do. I think that he just needs some time in net so that he can start getting this experience and, uh, you know, start um, start getting that confidence so he can head into a, an off-season of training. Next, Blackhawks versus the Coyotes, the Yotes. Blackhawks play the Coyotes in a season that seemed to be dragging on, and once again, I keep on thinking this as I'm watching these games. In the first period, Jake McCabe kicked off the scoring off on a rebound in front of the net. Taser got the primary assist on that one. Next, Kubelief scored off a rebound right after Taser got a shot off. You know, I wish we could have been seeing more of this during the season. You know, some of these these dirty area goals, these rebound type of goals. It's a great place for players to go in and, you know, and, and, and get some rebounds and get some goals. We really needed it. It seems like guys are are all over the place, or I should say have been all over the place all season, and they haven't been able to bang in some of these rebounds. I like these dirty goals. It doesn't really matter at the end of the season. You know, they don't all have to be a highlight real goals, but 
it's nice to see Kubelik get on the board as well. You know, it becomes a tale of what are we going to do with this guy? Is he somebody that was going to get moved at the trade deadline? That didn't happen. Is he somebody that, hey, maybe the Hawks are going to spend a little bit more time on letting him develop? You know, I, I don't know. I personally, I would like to see him have more of a chance, but I just don't see where he's going to fit in. His shot is what really what we want out of him is all over the place. Is that something that he can get in control of over in the offseason? You know, maybe just shooting pucks all offseason? I don't know. But um, I'd like to see, you know, what happens. You know, maybe they give him another shot. And if it doesn't work out, you know, maybe we could try and move him by the trade deadline next year. But we move on. The Coyotes scored the next goal, which is about halfway through the second period. And speaking of the Coyotes, Andrew Shaw, I'm sorry, Andrew Shaw, Andrew Ladd's 1,000th NHL game uh, was was um, was versus the Hawks. And how ironic that is. You know, he won a cup with the Hawks. You know, we got him back in the trade for another run, but, you know, it didn't work out. And he moved off to the Islanders, and now he played his 1,000th game versus the Blackhawks, which is uh, which is ironic and uh, and pretty awesome at the same time. Wish him all the best. With about 3:35 left in the second, Alex Velasic scored to make it three to one, and take back that two-goal lead for the Hawks, which was great. But next came the Coyotes. Nathan Smith brought the game back to make it three to two. Hence the problem we've seen again all year. The Hawks not being able to hold on to a lead. The Hawks, I'm sorry, the Coyotes tied it four minutes later, and that's how we ended the third period. Hawks were up by two goals, probably one of the worst leads that you can have in hockey, two goals, and they ended up, um, the Oats ended up tying it, and we went into overtime. Luckily, we got Patrick Kane, who was able to find Alex Dabrinkit for the overtime game-winning goal and his 40th goal of the season. Well, something that me and Matt really want is to bring it to hit 50 goals. I don't know if he can get 10 more quick goals like that, but it would be really nice to see this guy hit that that 50 goal plateau because he's got the talent and uh, and I really really like this kid. So, moving on to the Kings. Man, the Kings. Yeah, the Blackhawks uh, really struggled in this one. They with the loss four to one. It was a resounding loss, though. This wasn't like a a close game at all. Um, the Blackhawks, Philip ex Blackhawk Philip Daniel got the first goal of the game. Uh, ever since he been playing with the Kings, he's apparently a goal scorer now. I think he's got twenty one or twenty two goals on the season. You know, good for him. Uh, because I know he didn't score at all when he played for Montreal. Uh, Enzi Kopitar got the second goal of the game off of the deflection. Uh, he's still playing great. Uh, these guys are ready, uh, really, really pushing for that last playoff spot. Uh, Patrick Kane got got the only goal for the Blackhawks, assisted off of Alex DeBrinkett and Dylan Strome, and then Andrew Sanathasio and Victor Arvidsson got the last two goals for the Blackhawks. Not really much to say about this one, but the Blackhawks couldn't get anything going against this team. Um, you know, the Kings are, are we, me and Matt talked earlier about the Kings being a, somewhat of a dark horse, but a, but a team that can make the playoffs. They are fighting for a team right now, kind of a dark horse out there in the Pacific. And these guys have been um, 
these guys, they had a, they, they've had a couple good winning streaks going on this season, but uh, they're a good team. And you know what? If these guys have proved anything in the past, all you got to do is make it into the playoffs and anything can happen. And they've got two Stanley Cups to, to prove it. So moving on to some NHL news, the Flames beat the Stars. And uh, with that, these guys are, are, man, these guys are really cooking. Me and Matt have been, uh, you know, jumping on this bandwagon a bit. I'm looking to see them do some damage when they uh, comes playoff time. Uh, Lightning beat the Maple Leafs 8-1 to one in a shellacking out there. Stamkos got his 954th point and sets a Lightning team record, uh, which is pretty awesome for him. Uh, you know, he's been battling some injuries the past few years, and I'm looking to kind of, you know, get his career back on the on track. Um, when they won their first Stanley Cup, you know, he was practically out <laughs> except for one game, got a cup, and then uh, he was able to battle with the team the very next year and and win another cup, you know, back to back. A longtime Lightning captain, 954th point. He was on the tear for a long time, and then injuries kind of derailed him. To be honest with you, I think that. Um, if he didn't have any injuries and didn't have to worry about them, uh, I think that he would be probably more in, he might be passing Ovi in, in goals because he was just lighting it up for a long time. But, um, you know, he's looking to try to make it a three-peat with the Lightning here, and we'll see what they can do. Uh, the Panthers lock up the Atlantic title uh, home in the East, which is a uh, you know pretty impressive. Another team that's just been steamrolling the entire season. Uh, a, a team that uh, I would hate to have to play them in the first round of the playoffs uh, because uh, they've just been incredible all year. Uh, Penguins beat the Bruins yesterday four to nothing. Shut them out. Uh, pretty interesting, man. These guys are looking to battle uh, out East as well. Each at ninety nine points um, apiece. Ovi made history uh, with another 50-goal season, the only player 30 or older to do it, I believe, and he ties Mike Bossy and Alex Ovechkin, I'm sorry, and Wayne Gretzky for uh, most 50-goal 50, uh, 50 seasons, so good for him. Um, Octus, uh, the octopus twirling Zamboni driver is going to sue over his firing. I don't know if you guys have have heard about that one, but the, you know, a popular Zamboni driver for the uh, Red Wings said he was dismissed for urinating in a drain. <laughs> Apparently, these things were uh, were kind of just uh, it's just a normal thing down there in Detroit, you know, just sitting there uh, peeing in drains. So um, <laughs> that's the deal in Detroit. He's suing. Uh, he's suing over getting fired. I don't know what kind of a case he has. But uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm going to keep it a short one on this last one. There really isn't much more news. We're looking for these last playoff spots to be locked up. We are waiting for the Blackhawks season to end uh, because they are just limping and limping along. Uh, and hopefully that these guys can can finally um, get the rest that they need and, and get fired up for next season. And me and Matt can get ready for the playoffs because I think that it's going to be an interesting playoff season. Uh, there was an article that I read about the NHL expanding the playoffs. I don't think that they need to. I think that the fight for the playoffs is what really makes it interesting coming down to this stretch, you know, this final stretch. And, um, you know, maybe if they wanted to have a wild card buy-in type of a thing, yeah, I guess there is some kind of a, 
you know, like a little tournament between the the, the last teams trying to make it in type of a deal. Uh, but, you know, who knows, man? You know, trying to make things more interesting, trying to get more people to watch the game. I get it. But, um, but you know, I want to know what other people think. Do the, do the Does the NHL need to expand the playoffs? Do they need to make the season, you know, even longer than what it is. I don't think that they do. I think that these 82 games is enough. But that's all that I got for you guys today. Um, catch us on the next one. We're dropping that one on Tuesday. And take it easy. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.